Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where inspiring stories are brought to life. This podcast is made possible by Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. I'm your host, Dr. Drew Flam. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about shooting sports. So we all are going to have something fun to learn today. And I've got three gentlemen here to help us with that. To my right is Adam Turner, who is a local attorney and been the coach of shooting sports since 2016. Um, I'm a little fearful because we are talking about shooting sports and you did my uh, last living will and trust. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, hopefully I, I come out unscathed. That's today. right. We've okay. got you taken care of um, well across, enough, the, <laughs> across the way we have Paul Blair, who uh, served here as CFO at Grace and now as COO, Chief Operating Officer, and was one of the uh, impetuses to get this whole thing started a few years ago. And then across the way, Tim Clay, who serves as the graduate assistant, was a part participant, I believe, um, in the shooting sports team, and we'll learn more from him as well. So, uh, Paul, I'm going to start with you um, because I kind of think this thing starts with you. So um, give us a little bit of background on why why did you want to start this at Grace? Where does your personal passion for this come? Um, and then how did it get sort of the conversation started at Grace? Sure, sure. Um I'll start out dangerously and go all the way back a long, long time ago when I was 15 years old, uh, but I'll do it quickly. Um, I took a job at a gun club and uh, did not grow up shooting guns. There were no guns in our house, etc. I just went to make a little money before I was 16 at, at, uh, at the local gun club and very quickly became um, interested in the shooting sports there were a couple of people who I worked with who became mentors of mine, and um, the but there was no presence of a of a shooting club in you know either at the the pre collegiate level or the collegiate level. So when I was in college, I was allowed to shoot and represent my school, but there was no team. <laughs> so and I and I went to various competitions, et cetera. So it's been something that. Um, you know, I always missed was having the ability. One, stop to have right the there. Coach. You went to various competitions, and what was yes. your level of success at those competitions? It was fairly high. Um, <laughs> in 1984, I was second in the nation in skeet, so uh, at the collegiate level. And so, you know, and and people would ask, "Well, who's your coach? Where's your team, etc." And I was I was there by myself. <laughs> and so, um, you know, fast forward to my time at Grace. There was a, a professor here, Roger Bingham, in 2012, 13, who had interest in shooting sports, but he didn't really have a lot of background. He had at the competitive level, at least. So he said, "Do you think we could get a team going at Grace?" And the first couple of answers, quite frankly, were no. Um, <laughs> but then, as as we developed the concept a little further, continued to have dialogue and talk about it. Uh, we we took a proposal to the senior team, and uh, you know, and Roger had the some you know the the desire to serve from an administrative perspective, but he needed a coach. He said, "You shoot a lot, don't you? You know, and you compete." And I said, "Yes, I do." And I would I would help, but I didn't want to be the coach just because the full time you know head coach because of my schedule. So we got the club started. Adam joined right as we were we were beginning the club. We got wonderful help from from several people to to get going. And then 
Roger left. And so a couple of years ago, and um, I became the, the head coach. And I, and I love it. And, I, and my schedule has freed up now with some of the changes that you've talked about. And so I have more capacity with the, of time available to serve as the coach. That's awesome. So, Adam, you were, you were next to jump in on this uh, shooting club thing. Did you have a background in shooting sports yourself? And what made you say, this, this seems like a great place to engage with some college students? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, my, myself and my wife have had a lot of connections with Grace and, and the community and, and working in the area. And um, I grew up hunting and doing a lot of target shooting and that kind of stuff, but not a whole lot of the clay sports or the shotgun sports um, like the, the shooting sports club does. But um, started shooting, getting connected, um, started shooting with Paul quite a bit. Um, and getting a little bit more, you know, shooting competitively myself in the last uh, seven or eight years. Uh, and the timing just kind of worked that the club was launching and I was interested in getting involved. So that's kind of a neat thing, right? You're, you're helping coach the team, but you, um, you are active participants yourselves in competitive shooting. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so yeah. you get to do this as well, right along the side students, which if I went to go like coach basketball, I couldn't go out there and play basketball <laughs> with the with the players, um, but in shooting sports, you you can. It can be a well, lifelong and I, and sport. I, yeah, and I think that's a very important yeah. thing to note here is that this is a sport that the participation levels go, you know, literally as young as a a person can safely handle a, a shotgun, um, all the way up till you know. We've even had people where we wheel around, you know, in the the course before. So it's multi generational. You can shoot and you can be competitive um, all throughout your life, literally. Yeah, I think that's one of the neat aspects of it for me is that we're giving some of these students that maybe didn't have this experience before coming to Grace something that they can do for the rest of their career. Um, one of our uh, seniors that just graduated this year, uh, Abbott Joy, um, who also throws javelin uh, for the track and field team, he said uh, we had two competitions that overlapped, and one was with the track and field team and one was with uh, the Grace shooting team. And he said, you know what, I'm going to go throw javelin because I can't throw javelin anywhere else in my life after I graduate, but I'm going to continue to shoot you know, the rest of my life yeah. and have this as a hobby. Um, and we have had several individuals express that to us over the years, and it's a really neat aspect of this, is we're giving them something that they can continually do in the future. Well, and maybe something uh, others don't realize and I didn't realize is how big of a sport shooting clays and shooting sport it actually is uh, any statistics or any scope you can give us for like in the united states how big shooting sports is i'll let paul handle that <laughs> <laughs> like, more anecdotally than than others but like i said for instance who knew that eleven thousand kids competed in in one particular event in the state of minnesota alone um, when we go to recruit at the they call the Scalay Target, you know, program for for students that are high school age or lower, they'll have over twenty five hundred students compete um, at 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 that national competition. And so I don't have the statistics on how many per state it's you know et cetera, but. 
um, you know, it, it's a pretty prominent thing that happens. And pe- but people are surprised when they find out, oh, there's a local gun club. Oh, or you know, there's a there's a tournament where there's a hundred people participating in town, you know, et cetera. And so it's one that is is really kind of uh, you know a, almost a secret that has been kept that we're trying to unveil, you yeah. know, through through participation and through more involvement of students, et cetera. Well, let's get to the uh, third member of the crew and the best named for this sport, Tim Clay, um, who was literally born for this, I think. Um, So, Tim, you were uh, you are a grad assistant now, but um, you started out actually as a participant. Tell us a little bit about your journey about participating and then what is a grad assistant? So I came to Grace in 2018, started my MDiv with the seminary, and I'm one of those uh, oddballs here that did his undergrad somewhere else and then came here to do my grad degree. And uh, I had heard through the grapevine about this shooting de- team on campus, had no idea when I got here that this team even existed. And I saw an email, um, the weekly emails that Grace sends out, and it was like, the shooting team is having a call-out meeting. And I was like, I need to be involved. Uh, I grew up shooting, like backyard shooting, Yeah. just never really competitive. I went to the gun club every now and then and did some trap and ski, but never any good at it. And so I thought, well, I love doing this. I'm going to see what it takes to be a part of the team. And so I reached out to Roger at the time, and he said, hey, come on. You can be a part of the, the club. And so I joined the club and got to do that. And then year number two came around, and Grace started this idea of a graduate assistant position for all of club and JV sports. And I said, well, I'm a grad student and I'm on the shooting team, so maybe this could work for me. And uh, Paul thought it was a great idea too. And so we, uh, I became the grad assistant for the last two years doing that. And now I've graduated and we'll continue working a little bit here with um, doing some recruiting with the shooting team as I, you know, where life will take me here, but that's awesome. So t- tell me a little bit about uh, shooting sports. Is there is it one sport? Is there multiple disciplines? Like, just explain a little bit how it works when you go to a competition. What does it look like? And you decide who's best to answer that. <laughs> well, I guess I'll start with it. Um, what there are a, a variety of different shooting sports. Um, and and some that uh, look very different from others. Um, I mean, there are rifle and pistol and uh, some of those things that you will actually see in the Olympics and everything from biathlon and on. Our area is specifically related to shotgun sports. Um, so uh, our club covers uh, a, a wide variety of different disciplines under that umbrella, uh, but we focus primarily on you know that, that area. Um, Paul has a few... Uh, Props over there. I'm sure he can give can a little bit of demonstration. Can those props help explain what yes, the different disciplines absolutely. are? Okay, so, show those and tell us what the different disciplines are. See if I can get them on camera. Be. Well, first of all, let me explain the difference between a, a shotgun and a rifle or a pistol. Whereas a, a shotgun is a, a shell, or they call it a cartridge. And different than zeroing in and aiming a, a rifle or a pistol that's going to see that's going to shoot a singular bullet right this cartridge or this shell has uh, small lead BBs in it and what happens is there's a plastic sleeve in here between the gunpowder and the shot as we call it or those BBs and when this when this 
shell is fired, that sleeve or that wad, a plastic wad, pushes down the end of the barrel and, and those loose, you know, they're compact in here, but those BBs are thrown into in a pattern. And so you're, you think about a, a spray or a, what we call a pattern of pellets, BBs going out. And this shell, believe it or not, inside it has approximately 350 of those small lead small lead BBs. So a shotgun doesn't necessarily carry the distance that a rifle or a pistol would. And instead of aiming at the bullseye in a target, you're aiming at a clay target, or we call them clay pigeons, that are moving through the air, sometimes as much as 50 or 60 miles per hour. And they can range a distance from, you know, leaving very in close proximity to where you're standing, or they might be 30 yards away, going at all sorts of angles and elevations and things. And so this is a, a game where if you think about throwing a football to someone, you know, if, if they're going straight out and away from you, all you got to do is place that, you place that football, you know, over their head or right at them at the right distance. But if they're crossing, going straight across, you think, okay, if, if I throw the football to where they are, when I throw the football, it's going to be behind them. Right. So it's a game of leading those targets. It's not very often that we aim right at a target. So it's understanding the various leads. And these, these clay pigeons are very brittle. Ooh. And when they're hit with the BBs, they'll, they'll shatter oh. into thousands of pieces. So like how you said it makes a pattern, those 300 BBs. I mean, are we talking like this big? Are we talking a couple feet? Or does it depend? It depends. Okay. It's exactly and is that right. where different disciplines come in based to off some of degree. what you're shooting? Absolutely, to some degree. And even within a certain discipline, you might vary. The shotguns now today um, have the ability to vary how quickly that pattern spreads out. It's called choke. And so you might have heard of a full choke gun or an open choke gun. What that is is that's describing, it's telling you how tight or how loose that pattern will be at certain distances. Okay. Uh, you have a couple other clays here. So express to us, what's the difference? So he just broke what would be like a standard clay target on what we would normally shoot with trap or skeet. And trap is a bird is when the bird is going straight away from you and it kind of oscillates back and forth. And they're roughly, you'd hit a target between 30 and 50 yards away, um, no further than 50 because you couldn't hit it then and be on the ground. But then the other targets we have here, this would be called a, a mini target. And um, this would be thrown in the game called Sporting Clays. So you have Trap and Skeet, which uses that bird. So Trap and Skeet's where you stand in one spot and you're going to shoot. They have the, the two kind of throws on both sides, right? And you're going to shoot 100-ish. Is it 100? Well, it depends. There, typically, we do rounds in those disciplines of 25. Okay. And then a full round would be four rounds of 25. Four rounds of 25. Yeah. And you kind of move, move different spots. Changing the angle. For 25 mm -hmm. to change the angle. But those are going to be coming kind of across. Or They're out. always going to be in the same area. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and what you're quick, describing yeah. there is 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 ski. It's That's, two yeah. throwers that are coming across, and then the the shooters will change their station and change the angles and presentation of those targets. Gotcha. So it'll depend. Then, of course, then we were talking about lead. The lead will differ depending on what angle you're shooting. Sure, it's all okay. geometry. Oh boy! No wonder I'd be no good at it. <laughs> and real quick, and I'll I'll throw it back to Tim to explain a little more about sporting clays. But trap and skeet are what we would call the more traditional games. 
And the difference, the main difference between trap and skeet and sporting clays, which has become very popular in the last couple of decades, is that trap and skeet are, are, are shot on fields that are very defined in that I can shoot in Warsaw, Indiana, or I can shoot in England or anywhere else in the world, and a trap and a skeet field will be set up the same so that it's consistent. And when you compete, you're competing based on your average over a certain number of tournaments. Whereas sporting clays is more like it's depicted as the golf of shooting sports. Yeah. Well, let's start. Yeah. Let's let's finish this out. So the three of you are going out shooting, and you're going to shoot a hundred of these from the, your four different spots. How many are you going to hit? <laughs> Depends on which discipline. <laughs> let's talk uh, about last, skeet. Oh, <laughs> skeet. Okay. Uh, skeet. Um, I'm a good day if it's in the mid to low nineties. Okay, mid to low nineties out of a hundred. <laughs> Okay. I don't even ask him. He's <laughs> you, he's just are you, snickering. Are you, are you, he's what, snickering. Where are you at, waiting. Tim, Tim Clay? My best day was ninety-five. Ninety-five. Best day was ninety-five. Okay. And Paul, you'll get a what would tell us with a twelve gauge, uh, somewhere between ninety-eight and a half and a hundred. Ninety-eight. Okay. No, All he's right. being too. He's being too nice. He's, he gets grumpy if he's <laughs> under ninety-eight. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how you got a half, but um, okay. It's so average. it's uh, average. Th- that, that's the first one we've talked about here. So that's skeet. skeet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now we're talking sporting clays with what you have there. Yeah. This is just one of many sporting clay targets that okay. are out there, but this one's a mini, mini, and then they vary in size. Some are a little larger. Some are this size. Some are flat. Some are thick and they roll on the ground and those are called rabbits. And so they have just so many variety of targets and target presentations. Um, like, who did you say golf? It's like sporting clays is like golf. You go to a station, and generally there's 10 to 12, maybe 15 or 16 different stations, all that would equal 100 different targets. And you're going to see everything and anything. Just in golf, you get to a new station, you're in a new hole, and, new it's hole look and it different. looks different. And um, yeah. that's the challenge. That's the kind of the excitement about the game is that you don't know what you're quite going to see at each station so it helps level the competition from okay shooting the same thing a hundred times you can do it really well but if you go out in the sporting clays it's going to be hold a lot different to shoot and every target. course is going to be different just like in golf every course is going to be different whereas with skeet as we said it's the same no matter where you go and you got the weather i mean the targets can get rained on and then they get all messed up and the wind can mess them up or the it's snowing outside and so the rabbits that we were supposed to roll on the ground get buried in the snow i mean it's all sorts and of... not real rabbits these are these are clay target clay rabbits. target rabbits yes, yes. correct Just only sure everybody targets, knows yes. yes we like to for you guys like to use like animal terminology but they're not actual animals <laughs> we so. don't shoot animals. well and because the the origination the or the origin of the sport was to depict hunting conditions sure it was a way to it was a way to simulate hunting in a safer um, and more frequent in um, a more frequent opportunity for the hunter. Yeah. And the original clay targets, what, what has become a clay target, were glass balls filled with, filled with feathers. So that okay. when you hit the glass ball that was catapulted out, you know, you'd see the poof of a feather simulating you know, shooting a, a bird out of the air. Well, so. you've given us a good overview of what it is, and I want to talk more about you know, the actual... Uh, team at Grace, but first talk safety. 
So um, I'm sure that was a question that came up when when this was presented as an opportunity for grace was how how is this is it safe and how do you ensure that it that it's safe for participation? Absolutely. The the first what we say as a club is that it's it's safety first, fun second, and then scores third. You know because we are a club sport. We're we are starting to get to the point where we have you know the competitive team, and so that's that's parsed out from the overall club. But the stipulations to us when we started the club were. Uh, you know, no guns on campus. It needed to be a club sport so everyone could participate who wanted to, and we needed to be self-funded. But no matter where you go, safe, safety is a key. And because of it, um, we are participating in one of the safest sports there is as far as injuries. And I'm also in charge of insurance at Grace. And the year we started the club, I thought this was kind of funny. I was on the phone with our agent. And we were talking about all the changes that we wanted with sports. And at that time, we were dropping our rugby team and picking up shooting sports. And the agent just kind of snickered and he goes, well, I can tell you your rates are going to go down. You know. And so um, if you look at the, sort of the actuarial tables and, and injury statistic tables, you have to go to table tennis to get to a safer sport than, <laughs> than the shooting sports. So we want to preserve that. Um, and we, we want to respect the fact that we are, you know, firing, you know, lethal weapons. And, um, but, but, you know, millions and millions of shots have been fired without, without serious incident. Does it happen? Yes, but it's very infrequent that you hear about it. I have never experienced um, in 40 years of shooting, nearly 40 years of shooting, um, I've never experienced a serious injury, and I've seen a lot of shots fired. Mm. The the Grace Club, in itself, shot over seventy five thousand targets last year, and we're wow. on track to shoot a hundred thousand. And when you go to a tournament, you know there might be ten fields going on a weekend, and two or three hundred shooters. You know that's th- tens of thousands of targets being shot. Um, and I go pretty often, and again, I've never experienced uh, really any kind of an injury. Yeah. Adam's the one that gets injured when a shell ejects and he cuts his cuts his fingers. Uh, cut so I carry bandages. Those paper cuts, man. They'll get you. <laughs> really yeah. Yeah. yeah, But we so teach. That's anyway. the risk is the paper cut. We, I mean, we teach every student on our team. I mean, the basic firearm safety. You know, every time you hold a gun, you treat it like it's loaded. Right. And you always are making sure that the gun is pointed in a safe direction. You're never pointing it in an unsafe direction. Um, our our guns, our shotguns, um, our double barrels. You can open them. And we always treat them, we always open them unless we're on the field ready to shoot. So we're never carrying around a loaded gun when we shouldn't be. It's never being pointed at anything. And kids are always required to wear hearing protection and eye protection. Um, And the eye protection is so that you don't hit yourself in the face with a shotgun shell (laughs) when it comes out of the gun. Not, and for the main reason, but. Huh. So you uh, you gave us that threefold purpose: uh, be safe. All right. So second one was have fun, and part of that is um, club sport. Right. Anybody can participate. So give us a give us a sense of like how many students are in this. Um, what what kind of range do you have of abilities, uh, low end and high end, uh, on the team at Grace? Yeah. So this last year we had about thirty. Uh, individuals in that's, the club. That's amazing. 30 people that, that participated. That's yeah, awesome. absolutely. Absolutely. And very actively. I mean, um, we have shoots, club shoots twice a month. 
Um, and that's the other thing I would point out too. Tim talked about shooting in the in the weather. Is we don't really have a season. Um, I think our kind of our cutoff for sporting clays is about 15 degrees. As long as it's warmer than 15 degrees, we're we're shooting rain, sh- shine, you know, uh, snow. It doesn't matter. We're out there, um, and we we tend to have you know 15 to 20 kids at each shoot. Um, as far as ability, uh, it's it's a range. It's open up to all students, and we've had individuals come in that have never fired a gun in their life. Uh, to now, we're starting with Tim's help in recruiting, having some individuals that are high school athlete shooters. Um, they shot through high school, and that was their sport. That was their some of them even their varsity discipline for um, uh, athletics and have a lot of experience and will have a lot of skills. Uh, so it really is a wide range. Um, but I think what, what is neat about the experience is we're teaching them from the start to see an individual go from the beginning of not having any experience whatsoever uh, to an individual. Um, we have one young lady that is one of our top shooters, um, and she had very little um, gun experience before coming to Grace, and uh, she actually placed first at nationals in one of the disciplines um, this year for uh, all the all the ladies. So uh, to see somebody come from that to that point has been wow. really exciting. So then our, our, our team, our competitive team, is kind of a more subset of that entire club numbers, and the, right now that's about 10 or 12 individuals in that. So you have 10 to 12 people. On the, those are the folks who are going to competitions um, and uh, how many competitions approximately a year, collegiate competitions, would the team participate in? And who's there? I mean, is this colleges from all over? Is it, you know, is there a conference? How does that work? Well, it's, it, it ranges from a national competition with hundreds of participants, which is what Adam was talking about, to just a, you know, more of a local one where it might be an invitational where three or four or a half a dozen schools go for an afternoon to shoot. And there are varying levels of you know how, you know how intense that competition is. Of course, <laughs> the difficulty that we have is is that there aren't that many colleges that have shooting clubs, and so the proximity of the clubs is not as you know you know is not as dense as it would be for some other sport. For sure. Instance. Can I interject with yeah. a question? Yeah. How many schools in Indiana do you think yeah. have a shooting team? Oh man, <laughs> that's a good. I'm, I'm going to take a. Let's see. I know there's about 40, 45 colleges in Indiana. So let's say, you know, half of them, twenty. How many, Tim? There's two schools in Indiana with shooting sports teams. Really, team. two. We, yeah. us, and Purdue are the only two schools in Indiana with shooting sports teams. Wow. Team. And so then, will you compete against Purdue at competitions? Yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of amazing, right? I mean, you think of the size of each institution, yeah. and and there you are competing against Purdue. Yeah. yeah, and it is it is unfortunate. Hopefully, there will be more and more schools. Kind of unfortunate. Or they can or all, they can all just, just come, come to Grace. To Grace. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, Good job. See, Tim's that's doing why, his job. That's here. why his job's <laughs> been so easy. <laughs> and he's had so much success. No, uh, but I think that. You're going to begin to see more schools with with teams, just because of the the prominence of the younger yeah. kids, students uh, shooting. Hmm. It is it is really taken off. There are a couple of organizations that are supporting uh, youth in shooting. One of them is the Scalay, you know, the Scholastic Clay Target Program. SCTP. We use a lot of acronyms, so if I've used them, I, I'm trying not to today. <laughs> 
uh, a nationwide organization that is really promoting sports, and that's the organization that will get over 2,500 students at their at their competition wow. in the summer. And then there, there, but there are some other organizations that are really helping it, you know, helping teams get started. In fact, we as a school, when we were, you know, self-funded to start out with, applied for some startup grants, which we received from some of these organizations, and and get a fair amount of we received a fair amount of help with, which took some of the pressure off of us to raise all of our. Well, we were raising the funds, but a couple of them we were able to. You know, to to get a very large catalyst to to start from a financial perspective, or in kind donations of particularly of, of ammunition from from organizations. And you've you've received that ammunition. You've received shotguns from individuals who have who have provided. You know, I, I I will tell you, I was as skeptical as anybody understanding the fact that first of all, you need some pretty expensive equipment to start this. You need the support of a gun club, and we are very fortunate that. 10 to 15 minutes away, we have a club that offers the venues that we've talked about. Mm. Many gun clubs might only offer one or two disciplines. And we've got one here that offers, you know, four, basically four. And so that, and they were, they were very supportive from, from the beginning. Uh, We said no guns on campus. They even gave us a space for a vault Mm. that was donated to us to keep, to keep the guns. And it's kind of, it is kind of funny because, when we started talking about starting the club, one of the gentlemen who barely knows Grace, but he knows that I was affiliated with Grace, he said, well, I've got this gun in my, in my gun cabinet that I would consider donating. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, here's, here's grandpa's old gun yeah. stuff. Well, it turns out it was barely used. It was one of, one of – it's kind of sort of the top-of-the-line guns that you would expect to see – and of course, it's one of the most popular guns that the students want to use. And it's like, okay, we're spoiling these kids out of the gate. <laughs> five years later, but five years yeah, later, still, still one of yeah. the most popular guns that that they use. And so, but the the support has just been it's it's been pretty amazing. When Staggering you about it, yeah, is what I would say. I've, I've um, as you know, I've helped raise money for a lot of different organizations, and uh, there are a lot of people that really take an interest in in youth and things that are you know outdoor oriented and shooting oriented, um, and and these kind of disciplines uh, that that raising funds and support, and we're going to continue to do it. Need to do it every year. Um, ha- however, it's it's really been amazing to see the community uh, get out behind it. Yeah, as the uh, as the advancement guy, I've been quite impressed of how much funds have been raised, and you've had matching gift programs and double matching gift programs, and I think you have an endowment, um, actually a fairly healthy endowment already um, started. You know, you're able to give out scholarships, you're getting donations of, but um, as you said, you got to keep doing it. So, you know, as you think about like the vision of where you want to go, you know, what what do you kind of hope for? Um, the shooting club sport, shooting club at Grace, um, and where do you see it in the next few years? I mean, national champions. I mean, what are we talking here? What's what's the plan? Well, full time coaching position. Full time yeah. coaching. <laughs> that would be mine. Full time <laughs> volunteer coach. I love it. That's right. <laughs> well, actually, we have because of the support that Grace has started to provide for the promotion of club and junior varsity sports. We have a five-year plan, and if you if you just carry that five-year plan out with the the recruiting goals that that Tim has, 
I mean, when you just think of the of the numbers, the club could pretty easily be double its size wow. in in the next four to five years, and and that doubling is going to have a large component that comes from those students that Adam was mentioning that grew up shooting. And when you do that, there's a there's a very big difference between when it comes to the cost of a program between taking an individual from the very beginning and spending a tremendous amount of time on fundamentals and shooting. Um, it, is, it is not uncommon to go to a competition and shoot five or 600 targets in a weekend. In fact, our students that went to the national competition shot over 800 targets in a, in a long weekend. Whereas if you're shooting a club sport, you know, 50 to 100 targets for a beginner is quite a bit of, of shooting. And Tim has kind of a, a tagline that every time we, we pull the trigger, it's 50, cents. it's 50 cents. By the time you, and that's just for the, that's for the clay target and the shotgun shell. It's about 50 cents. So it, as Adam said, you know, this is, this is a, a funding, uh, sport, uh, for a sport that needs funding on a perpetual basis. Now we are getting to the point where we have our equipment. You know, we have the shotguns that we need, et cetera. But again, every time you pull the trigger, it's it's costing. And so um, you also get to the point. I mean, he was being a little sarcastic about additional coaching, but you get to the point where you can only shoot so many targets mm-hmm. with a given amount of time. Yeah. And so, um, but I I would expect that we'll have forty to fifty club members in four or five years. Um, we are blessed in that. A few of our graduates, um, including Tim, but others, have stayed in the area. And next year we'll have at least three Hmm. that will be helping with the team and have the proficiency. And we're going to take them, we're going to send them to instructor courses because we have gone through the instructor certification courses so that, um, you know, know, so that there's some – uh, hopefully some credibility that comes with it, but but some true experience yeah. of understanding what to do as as a coach, et cetera. So m- the more of those that those students and others that we can get involved from a coaching perspective, the more we'll be able to offer, which then can translate to a a larger club. But I don't I don't um, I don't see a reason why if if we have those resources. That we couldn't be shooting 150 or 200,000 targets a year. So, uh, if somebody wanted to get engaged, they wanna they wanna come hang out and see what you guys do at a at a practice or a meet, or they uh, they they've got a shotgun or some shells they want to donate. Um, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you um, as a team? Well, first off, I'll cover maybe if. Uh prospective student or current students looking at us, kind of that process. Um, at the beginning of the year, we always kind of hold an invitational, um, just kind of an open shoot, allow some students to come out and just see what it is and experience it in a very safe and very controlled environment. Um, and then if they'd like to, you know, more interest from there, then they can get involved with the club. Okay. Um, from a community standpoint and donors, um, we definitely would encourage individuals to reach out to Paul. Um, we always need um, donors and contributors, and uh, we have a fundraiser shoot in the fall. Um, it's kind of think of a, a golf outing, but it's sporting clays instead of golf. So you sign up your foursome. Much more fun. Um, I played in a golf outing last Friday, and uh, yeah, it's definitely much more fun. Uh, 
yeah, think of that kind of that format, yeah. you know, um, kind of prizes. You sign up your team, you come out. Um, the gr- the gray students are there to shoot alongside of you. You know, you can pay for them to shoot for you, kind of thing, <laughs> and add to your scorecard and have some fun prizes and raffles and that kind of stuff. Is another great way to support. Um, we're always looking for um, community connections, and and thankfully we've found a lot of those, and we could always use more. So they email you, or do you have, a, have an email address for the uh, shooting sports well, team it's, specifically? It's, it's my, well, we do have Facebook and Instagram and, okay. and, and an email for the shooting sports. I like that you're the one that mentioned Facebook yeah. and Instagram. Yeah. Facebook, <laughs> they, they have it. There I is a Facebook this. and Instagram this, out there. This, okay. this, this <laughs> gray <laughs> hair is not the most active on, on those but sites. But Tim and I didn't think of mentioning it. But do you want me to, you want me to give out my email? Well, if you but, want to, yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's Blair P at grace.edu. So it's B-L-A-I-R-P, my last name and my first initial at Grace. Or even Any, easier, shooting yeah. sports at Grace EDU. Okay, yeah, well, yes, that'll get there. The one too. But I, what I would, what I would say is that anyone who's listening or or knows of this and it has any interest at all in learning, if you've never picked up a gun, if you've never shot, don't be intimidated by it. It can be very intimidating. If you're just interested and want to to go out to the to the gun club and give this a try, or come out and watch our students. Get in touch with me. We love to go shooting. We love to promote this sport. And again, it's it's something that just about anyone can do, and uh, and it's it's a, a hobby that you can take to any level. There are many people who might shoot three or four times a year. There are some who shoot three times a week. Uh, you know it. You know, so yeah. <laughs> so, but please, if if it interests you at all, just reach out to me, and and very happy to introduce you to the sport. Well, you've even taken me out, which I appreciate. I haven't been invited back. That was a few years ago, but uh, I might have been the exception to that rule. But it was, it was. I, I enjoy golf, and it was a lot like golf. I mean, it yeah. was really fun just to go from from hole to hole, um, and to to try it out and see how it worked. I, I really enjoyed it, not expecting to enjoy it. Um, and so I would uh, encourage folks to try it, see what it's like. Good. And a plug for the recruiting side of things. Yes, that is my job. If you're a prospective student and you're listening to this, um, you know we're always looking for new students of all skills. There's a place for any kid, any student, as we've all mentioned on the team or on the club. Um, what's something that we haven't mentioned in all of the funds that we raise? We don't put any of that cost on the students. We're not expecting the students to pay 50 cents every time they pull the trigger. We're trying to do this so that they have the opportunity to do it because it's not something that a lot of college kids could afford to do. Mm-hmm. And so we're paying for the cost of that. And if anyone has a shooting background, they understand how big those costs can get. And we're also able to offer scholarships to new students who are interested in the sport, who are interested in coming to Grace. There's tuition scholarships available, scholarships available for all those students as well. So There you go. Come on, students, try it out. And uh, especially if you're really good and um, at competing at the, the levels, um, uh, we'd love to have more students involved. So any else, anything else you want to make sure that we hit on about shooting sports here at Grace College? No, I'd say thanks for giving us the opportunity to share about it and get you know a little bit more publicity and coverage. Um, maybe share real quick uh, our finishes at nationals and one of the trophies and hardware we brought home. Yeah, it's it's interesting. The students who 
began with us as a club sport who had very little, if any, experience, who spent a few years on the club going back three years ago, they won um, or they took third place in their division in, in one of the disciplines. The next year then, two years ago, they took a second place in that same discipline and third in another one. So we, we brought two trophies home. This last year, um, we took, we were back to third place in that discipline, but we, or it, no, we were first, we, no, we were, I'm You've sorry. won too much. You don't well, even well, know. Well, right. No, we, like, brought three, we, we, we brought three trophies home. So it's been one, two, three, and an overall division cup, you know, trophy home. But we took third in, in two disciplines and one in the other. Right. Uh, first in the other. And we had a young lady that finished first in five stand, which is one of the disciplines. Right. Wow. Um, uh, over all the female individual athletes. Yeah. So. Nationally. And then Nationally. the yes. guy sitting here next to me. Oh yeah. Capped off his collegiate shooting career and the very in the in the last discipline, the last two rounds of skeet and didn't miss a target. Wow. So and that was that that was that was a personal and it was a personal best for him too. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well what what I also just love about this, and this is true for all of us, whether it's uh, shooting sports or anything else, you guys are passionate about this and you've used it as a way to engage students and build into their lives. It's a lot more than just shooting sports. I mean, you get to spend time, lots of time with these students and invest in them and and be examples to them um, and mentor them and and be Christ to them, uh, which is just awesome that you've taken something you're passionate about and turned it into a way to build into students' lives. So thank you for that. Thanks, Adam and Paul and Tim for being a part of the podcast. And thanks to everyone for listening today to the Grace Story podcast. We would appreciate if you would share and like this wherever you retrieved it from. Thank you to Dr. Wally Brath, Associate Professor of Music here at Grace for our introduction music. And thank you to Andrew Palladino and Rick Neer for serving as our executive producers. We hope that you will live your best Grace Story today.